Picture this. You're talking to someone and they explain they are currently staying with their dad, but next week they are with their mom. My parents are divorced, they say. What's your response? For me, my initial response to hearing about someone's parents' divorce is to say, I'm sorry, or maybe even just feeling awkward because I don't know what to say. Personally, my parents are still happily married. When I took a minute to look, I realized the majority of my friends have married parents. So I wanted to dig deeper into this uncon unconscious bias I have of automatically associating divorce as something I should express sympathy for, or just in general not knowing how to respond. There's lots of other misconceptions or stereotypes around divorce too. For example, one of the major misconceptions is that we should just wait and the child will get over the transition of divorce, or that they are better off knowing less about the divorce. Instead, we need to help them build resiliency. One activity we can do to lessen this misunderstanding is to sit down with the student and have them either talk through or write about what they think are the details of the divorce. They can write what's important to them, what they want, what they are afraid to lose, or what they think will happen, and more. Knowing these facts can start important conversations and start removing those misconceptions. And talking with Kayla, I found out about how she felt when her parents got divorced when she was in kindergarten. She said, quote, they basically sat my brothers and I down and said they were splitting up because they fought all the time. There was much more to it, but my brothers and I were only nine and five, so they tried telling us in a way that was easier for us to understand. I remember thinking that it was something I and my brothers did wrong to make them split up. Obviously, this wasn't the case. I remember it was kind of nerve-wracking for me, end quote. I think it would be a surprise for most to see how many details children are able to pick up about the divorce and how it is affecting their emotions, thoughts, and even identity. You might be thinking, how can this affect their identity? Well, let me tell you. When a divorce happens suddenly, these kids' worlds are literally split into two and they have a new identity label attached to them. Child of divorce. Children in this scenario might be moving to a new home or between homes and they could even be hoping that their parents will get back together. Of course, this is different for every family, every situation, and every age of the child, and no situation is going to be the same for them all. Several studies have been done around this term, child of divorce, looking into how students' develops are, developments are impacted by the divorce. Even if the students are too young to understand what is truly happening, they can absorb the stress that the parents around them have, which can also impact their identity. When talking with Kayla, she explained that when, you were young, when she was younger, she was called a child of divorce, and that quote, it made me feel bad, like it was my fault my parents weren't together, end quote. Using labels like these can impact how they see themselves and therefore their identity. For example, Kayla explained, quote, I remember there were parents of classmates who thought my brother and I wouldn't succeed in school or thought we would be more like delinquents because our parents are divorced, end quote. And her family isn't alone in this experience. In the video, When My Parents Got Divorced, many people are discussing their feelings around their parents' divorce and after. One quote that stuck with me was, quote, we all have all these ideas of what we are supposed to be doing. And I think that that only aspirated the feeling of my family is different or there is something missing from my experience growing up because my parents aren't together, end quote. This shows how students can start to believe that something is wrong or broken with them and their family. And that might make them struggle with their identity and how they are able to relate to their peers. It's also okay to hate and like different aspects of the divorce. For example, when I talked with Maggie, she expressed that there is something she's angry about, but there's also gratitude. 
having these mixed emotions is totally okay. And it's important that we help them realize that however they are feeling is okay. No one can tell them how to feel and they can't have wrong emotions. There are many other obstacles in divorced families' lives, and unfortunately, some come from education. For example, one family from Robbinsville, New Jersey, was struggling against their school district because they would only send busing to one parent's house. So even though her kids sometimes went to her house, they could only take the bus to her ex-husband's house. According to NJ.com in True Jersey, the school responded by stating that if they allowed it for her, they would have to allow it for the other 50 students who had joint custody situations and they would need to debate it before they would open that door. I'm not saying as a classroom teacher we can fix the bigger system issues that create obstacles. However, it's important we be aware of what they might be facing and do what we can to support them. So what are some ways we can help in the classroom? First, I started this exploration by asking Kayla and Maggie how their teachers supported them in the past. Both said they never had a teacher say anything about it, and it, but it did affect their education. Maggie talked about how it was a general distraction and, quote, during important times like graduation and ceremonies, it was always tough for the arrange to arrange for them to be in the same place or figure out who was attending which event, end quote. Kayla had a similar response, stating that she wished her teacher would have provided more of an emotional support. Quote, I feel like many of them didn't know how to approach that type of situation, so therefore they just didn't, end quote. She also said it was hard to get schoolwork done at home when you're going back and forth between houses every other week. Quote, it's just a lot for a young kid, end quote. So first, as a culturally responsive teacher, I think it's important that the students feel represented in the classroom. Having stories or books available with kids for divorced parents, as well as other family situations, is a good first step. It's also important to make it clear that your classroom is a safe and welcoming environment for them, and that you are always there to listen or talk to, and they can express any emotion. It's important to figure out if they are able to get schoolwork done at home with their situation, and if they have support to help them at home. For all families, not just the ones going through divorce, it's important that anything that's happening in the classroom needs to be approached in an inclusive, welcoming, and respectful manner. For example, you might say, have your mom fill out this permission slip form. Phrases like this need to be carefully monitored and reworded because everyone has different home lives. Throughout this process, I've had a lot of personal growth in creating an understanding of what these families might be feeling and experiencing. I no longer immediately feel like I need to express sympathy, but I do feel like I can let them know that I am there for them, and I will always be willing to talk and even just listen. I want them to understand that I know they have different obstacles than me, and I am always going to be willing to help in any way I can. I've also grown in understanding more strategies I can use in my classroom to create the best learning environment I can for all different types of families and tools that will help me best support them. We need to re-examine our expectations, both for the student and the parent. Take a minute to consider if your expectations are higher for students with married parents or in the quality of work you expect from your students. It's not fair to automatically assume children with divorced parents are not going to do as well as others. So we need to find the balance of providing understanding and support while still holding them to high expectations. I challenge you to think about what your biases might be about divorce and others, and start to develop your own understanding. I'll leave you with one last quote to consider from the video, My Parents Got Divorced. Quote, everyone thinks that divorce is common and not a big deal. 
And yeah, it's common, but it's still a big deal, and it can completely affect your life. End quote.